you have to stop even when the work isn't done. You need to know when the work is done. And there's always going to be a to-do list. And that's something that I'm, you know, always um, wrestling with, grappling with, like in my own life, because a lot of times, and this again is a classic not self sign of the open route, feeling like if I can just get all these things on my list done, then I can breathe, then I'll be okay then I can do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, the reality is the list is never going to be done as long as you're alive. Whether I have a business or not, there's always going to be something else for me to do, something else that I can refine, even if we take the business off. What I want most for women everywhere is to stop playing small and step into your unique power so you can finally show up as the fullest, biggest, and truest version of you. But that requires that you first get crystal clear about who you are and then let go of everything that you're not. I'm here to teach you how to know yourself, trust yourself, and honor yourself so you can create a deeply aligned, deeply empowered, and deeply inspiring life. You know, the one you were actually sent here to have. Come on, let me show you how. So it's Monday morning. I just woke up. I had a really good night's sleep. Well, had a relatively good night's sleep. And then knew immediately, like I wanted to just get up literally in my night clothes, put some shorts on and go walk the neighborhood. And so as I was doing that, I started thinking about work and rest and productivity, which is something that I've actually been thinking a lot about, particularly in the last week, tying it to some human design stuff because I have an open route and noticing where pressure is coming from really in the last week, realizing that I wasn't aware of the fact that that open route, and so when you have an open route, and I'm not going to get into a bunch of human design stuff, but if you, number one, little commercial break, if you aren't familiar with human design, research it, dig into it. You can go to mybodygraph.com to pull up your chart or genozoe.com to pull up your chart. Those are two good places and just start. If you go to mybodygraph, that's good because there's a ton of free information there that you can read. But anyway, I have an open route in my human design chart. And so that is the ability to, you know, you end up kind of taking on outside pressure. You're very susceptible to being influenced, particularly in places that have to do with like time, pressure to get things done, completion, doing a lot, all of those kind of things. So anyway, I've been thinking about that a lot this past week and then just walking in the neighborhood and like I said, thinking about rest and productivity and work. And one of the things that I realized on my walk is, you know, in general, I'm really good at honoring my need for rest or my moods or when I'm sad. You know, I've talked a lot about grief over the last year, particularly with regard to my relationship that ended And, you know, just allowing it to be, I don't, I'm not trying to make sense of it or, oh, it's been, you know, however many months you need to be over it. Like, I'm very gracious with myself. I don't do that. And so even when I'm tired and things or if I don't feel like working. But one of the things that actually occurred to me this morning is 
I'm very good at it to a certain extent. Like I'm good at allowing myself what kind of seems to be rational. But what I've been noticing probably, I mean, I'm sure it's probably been happening all my life, but really noticing it over the last couple of months is I need more rest than I think I do. And so because it kind of goes over in my mind what's quote unquote acceptable, that's where that pressure starts to come from. And I think also, you know, I always say a lot of that too is reflective in your environment because if you are around um, people or listening to people or anything, like people who are very good at holding themselves to task to get things done, get it accomplished, have a schedule, complete it. People who, you know, have really set morning routines. You know, that's that's a huge thing that everybody's talking about. What's your morning routine? What are the 15 things you're doing before 6 a.m.? All of those kind of things. And so in that environment, then you're very susceptible to more conditioning or socialization, which happens when you have open centers. You're more susceptible to conditioning and socialization around that. And so I thought about this because yesterday was just a day, I think I did some work on Saturday, but yesterday was Sunday. And it was just a day where, wait, I'm lying. I didn't do, I really didn't do any work on Saturday, which is why it felt so amazing. And then Sunday came and, you know, I go into the weekend always thinking like, yeah, I'm going to get some work done. I'm going to do a couple hours of something. And then sometimes the weekends come up where I literally don't want to touch the work at all. And so noticing where there was some resistance in me and I was almost like fighting against myself a little bit because I wasn't in the mood or the place to work. And yet I had this tape running in my mind that I needed to for these reasons, that I wasn't being consistent, that I wasn't being committed, that maybe I am just lazy. Maybe you don't want it bad enough, mate, like all of these things. And then so it's like, what do you end up doing? Opening up your laptop and laying across your bed on your stomach. Let me just personalize this to me. Opening up my laptop, laying across the bed on my stomach. And like the laptop is open and I'm like clicking on different tabs and looking at things I've already done, but actually not creating anything new. And so after a while, it's just like, Dika, just stop, close it and go do something else because you're actually now not doing the thing you're trying to force yourself to do. You're not doing the thing that you'd rather be doing, which was watching a movie. And so now you're just here in limbo trying to like torture yourself to make it seem like you're going to do the work, but you're not. And so, you know, one of the things I really love about myself and I'm grateful for is my level of awareness, because a lot of times I can catch myself while I'm doing the thing or there's like a there's a moment like the light comes on or something where I'm just like this is a lot of resistance for something that you don't really want to do. What did I need to be doing? Cleaning my bedroom, cleaning off my nightstands, putting the 35 books that I have on my nightstands back on my bookshelf, folding my clothes, you know, just I wanted the room to really be together for the week. And so anyway, at some point I ended up going ahead to do that and it was really nice falling asleep in a clean room and all that kind of stuff. But just thinking about the weekend again on my walk this morning and thinking like, you know, there's that awareness of like, yeah, I am allowing up to the point where I've deemed that it's quote unquote, okay to allow it, but I actually need more rest than that. And so my natural cycle, whether that's a work cycle, emotional cycle, whatever it is, my natural cycle is to like, you know, have these days where I'm just on and on fire and want to work, you know, 32 hours out of a 24 hour day. I want to do all of that. 
but then my recovery time might take two, three, four days. And four days in my mind, I've already deemed as like, wow, that's a lot. That's too much. And so I am in this phase now where I'm really wanting to bring more awareness, like now that it has clicked in and I'm aware of it. And so moving forward for this week and the coming up weeks and months and however long it takes really to anchor into giving myself that space. And it's like, you know, it starts to trigger and then I kind of start to feel this anxiety. What does it feel like in my chest? It almost feels like, I don't know, it feels unsettling. There's this very unsettling feeling that I feel like right up in the center of my chest, right below my neck. And so it's like paying attention to that and being able to calm it by telling myself and reminding myself that like, you know, the work will get done. And it's one of the things I love that Rob Bell talks about. And he talked about years ago, I don't remember. um, I don't remember what book or what talk it was. But, you know, the beauty of the Sabbath, because whether you're religious or not, just follow me here. So it's the beauty of the Sabbath, because the really important thing about the Sabbath was that even when the work wasn't done, the work was done. God said the work was done. And that's been something that randomly has popped back up into my mind, too, over the last week and a half, which is now literally as I'm speaking this, it's making sense because that quote and that idea came back into my mind in the last like week and a half, two weeks. And now bringing it full circle to this moment, it's like, oh, this is the reminder because at some point you have to stop even when the work isn't done. You need to know when the work is done. And there's always going to be a to-do list. And that's something that I'm, you know, always um, wrestling with, grappling with, like in my own life, because a lot of times, and this again is a classic not self sign of the open route, feeling like if I can just get all these things on my list done, then I can breathe, then I'll be okay, then I can do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, the reality is, The list is never going to be done as long as you're alive, whether I have a business or not, there's always going to be something else for me to do, something else that I can refine. Even if we take the business off, if you're not a business owner and, you know, maybe you've got your grocery list, you've got your errand list. Well, it's like, these are the things that you immediately need to get done. But I'm sure there are other things. Oh, maybe you need to repaint the house. Maybe you need to go in the pantry and clean that out. Maybe you need to go through all the books and take them to Goodwill. Maybe you need to pull all the rugs up, send them out to the cleaner so they can be washed. It's like there's a never ending list of things that you could be doing in your life and that need to be done. But at some point, number one, we have to prioritize them. And then number two, we have to realize that like at some point the work is just fucking done. Like you just got to stop. You got to stop. And so it's been really good for me. I mean, like I said, I'm really kind of in the middle of it. So this is a live ongoing experiment, but really good for me to just notice what my patterns are, notice where I am putting pressure on myself and where I'm creating additional pressure that doesn't need to be there. And to also just constantly trying to refine and give myself to find the flow that actually works for me. Because the reality is, and I thought about this walking, like, you know, my schedule may end up looking like two and a half weeks on, one and a half weeks off. And that wouldn't look, you know, that wouldn't be literally three weeks I work straight and then or two and a half weeks I work straight and one week I'm off. But it's just like by the time you add up when I'm working and when I'm not, and I haven't done this, so I don't know, I'm just kind of like pontificating and throwing it out there. 
but that might end up being what the balance is. Okay, and there's nothing wrong with that. What Deka is doing is going to be very different from what somebody else does or how somebody else likes to work or what you need. I also don't have a partner. I don't have a man. I don't have children. So the demands on my life look very different. And this is one of the things, again, like about being sovereign, ownership, owning yourself, taking full responsibility for who you are, who you say you are, and who you want to be in the world is you have to figure out what your unique pattern and flow is. And then secondarily, to trust that, to trust that and trust that it's okay and trust that you will be held and trust that the work will get done and trust that you are following the thing that works best for you. Because, you know, there are plenty of people who I'm sure could look at my life and this used to happen all the time because I was around a lot of people who had children and it's like, oh, you don't have kids. You could work X amount of hours a day and you could do all these different things. I could do a lot of things. I mean, there are a lot of things I could do. That doesn't mean that I'm in alignment or on task doing them. It doesn't mean that I need to be doing them. It doesn't mean that that's even what I'm sent here to be doing. And at the end of the day, only I can tell myself that I'm the only person who can be aware of really what my body is feeling. We can have conversations with friends, but at the end of the day, only I know what anxiety feels like in my body. Only I know what resistance feels like and what lack of safety feels like in my body. So I'm the one that has to really tune into those things. And so it'll be interesting to see just how this week goes, because, you know, this morning I'm very much in a place of like, ooh, okay, excited to work on this and I'm going to work on that. And, you know, I was kind of chuckling to myself because I'm like, this is what always happens with you. When I get in that spot where I don't want to work and then I start trying to force myself to because of all these stories that are floating around about how I need to be running my business, you know, how I need to be showing up how much more money I could be making or what else I could be doing if I just pushed through and kept going. All of that really makes me feel like shit. (laughs) It makes me feel really bad. It makes me start second guessing. Then we get into the, oh, Deka, are you lazy? Are you not cut out for the, you know, the whole roller coaster. And so part of it is to just pay attention to even how the roller coaster is starting, what triggers it, and then where you go from there, because it would have just been easier for me to go ahead and get my massage yesterday, which I did, and it was amazing, and then come back and make some lunch and fucking chill out instead of trying to sit in front of the laptop for four hours, really not moving the needle in either direction. That wasn't really a good use of time. I could have used that to really, you know, just sink deeper into that moment of rest and relaxation, regardless of whether I had worked the day before, regardless of whether I had worked two days before, to just let the moment be what it was asking to be. And then to also trust that, no, this is your natural cycle in the next day or the next couple of days, you're going to wake up and you're going to have one of these, I want to work 32 hours days. And so that's just my flow. And again, for me, really being able to honor that, because it's not something that you ask other people to honor for you. It's really other people honor that in you because they see you honoring it in yourself. And that's why... Again, everything I talk about, everything I think about, believe, read, all of that is really about that self-ownership, self-knowing, self-awareness, self-honoring and responsibility for you to be able to recognize yourself. And then in that way, you teach others to recognize you, whether you want to invite them in or they want to be invited in or not, but you are setting the tone in your own life. So very interesting you know, I know rest and productivity and work, particularly productivity and rest, I would say, 
are two really big, um, they're coming to the forefront. I was going to say they're two really big topics right now, but they're definitely more and more coming to the forefront because we live in, as I always say, a very masculine dominated society. And I don't particularly mean, yes, men dominated, but I also mean the energetics around the ideas of how the masculine energy is supposed to be working versus that feminine energy and the do, 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 accomplish, accomplish, accomplish. There's no honoring the flow. It's just force, make it happen, bend it to your will. And that's, you know, beat the thing down and conquer it. And that's a very masculine paradigm. And me recognizing that that's not my, um, that's not my organic energy. My organic energy is very much feminine and flow and being in the allowing in that intuitive space. Also, I don't have to prove that I know what I know. The no, it can't be proven because it's just intuitive. And so for me to, again, trust that and the way that, you know, my world starts to adapt is by me, again, honoring what I know, honoring my own intuition, and then seeing everything around me take space and take shape based upon that. So something for you to think about if you are like me and have had some challenges, struggles, thoughts, conversations, whatever it is around rest and productivity, or if you're noticing some resistance around that, just to bring more awareness to what it is that you're doing, what story you're telling yourself about what you should be doing, where is the story coming from? Where is the story being fed from? You know, a lot of times it starts in childhood. Like this isn't something that just happens in adulthood. It starts in childhood where we are just taught that, you know, doing more makes you more valuable. That is classic over-functioning, you know, so many um, women who are highly accomplished. There's also a ton of over-functioning happening where we're taking on more responsibility, keep trying to go past to create, to connect our value to how much we're doing. And again, there's no right way. Like each of us have to pick whatever the rules and strategies are that we want to live by on our own. But for me, I'm very clear that it doesn't work. I don't like who it makes me become. I don't like how it makes me feel about myself. And so it's something that I want to let go of. And again, I'm just focused on, you know, this week and the coming weeks, bringing a lot more attention to that. So I would... I don't want to say advise. I would, yeah, just offering this to you. And if it resonates for you to also do the same thing, kind of like I said, pay attention to where the stories are coming from, what the story is, and then figuring out what you want to do about it. How do you want to adapt and which ways can you adapt so that you can feel more um, empowered, more trustworthy, more grounded and anchored in your own life? Because it's an inside job. As with everything, it's always an inside job. So thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon.